In today's episode, we're speaking to Jason Luster. Jason is born and raised in New York. He worked as an IT security analyst and has flipped over a hundred homes within the last 10 years while working full-time. He now works full-time in his real estate de- as a real estate developer. He wrote his best-selling book called Work 9 to 5 and Flip on the Side, and he purchased a, a small strip mall in April of 2022. He is currently um, dealing with uh, having tenants such as Dollar General, Motor Vehicle, and Chamber for E-Commerce, and so forth. Um, and now he's even written a book, a children's book called A Cowboy Called Joe. Let's speak to Jason and find out how he changed his life by changing his mindset. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Girl Khan, your money mindset expert. And I'm so, so excited. I'm speaking to the one and only amazing Jason Lasto. Welcome, Jason. Hi, Girl. How are you? I'm super excited to be speaking to you, Jason. I'm so, so excited. So, Jason, everyone's heard your intro. They know how fabulous you are. But please, in your own words, tell everybody what it is that you do. Absolutely. I'm a real estate investor. I'm more of an entrepreneur because I do so many different things beside real estate as well. So, you know, I've done so many real estate and deals. I'm also an inventor. <clears throat> I invented certain products. And I'm a writer. I, yeah, and I'm a writer as well. <laughs> Fabulous. So, Jason, get us started. Um, I know because obviously you also are one of my clients. So you have a very, very interesting story of where you started and where you ended up. Talk us through how did Jason, the little boy, grow up to be this, you know, this um, multi, uh, you know, uh, multi-millionaire entrepreneur kind of entity that you are now. How did it begin for you, and how did you end up here? Because you did not, you were not born with a silver spoon in your mouth. So, talk us through your journey. That's that's correct. So I grew up in New York. I grew up uh, in the Bronx, New York, when I was, you know, most of my younger years until I was around fourteen, and then I went to. Poughkeepsie, New York, and went to the schools up there. And then I graduated from Marist College, New York. And when I graduated, I was really um, getting into IT security. Mm-hmm. So I was more of an IT guy, you know, master's in computer science, and then another master's in information security. So I started my career with IBM, which is a huge company, as you may know. Yep. You heard yep. about IBM, I'm sure. And then I worked in corporate for about 14 years because I went to IBM and then I went to UPS and I went to Pfizer and Hartford Life Insurance. So, you know, when you're in corporate, sometimes you get stagnant. And in order to (laughs) have a jump in salary, you got to go to another company. Otherwise, you'll just sit there and be stagnant, you know, for all those years in one in one position, one one percent, one specific role. So when I was working. In 2005, I started 
reading a lot of real estate books, a lot of Robert Kawasaki books. Mm-hmm. And I just said, you know what? I really want to take that risk and get into real estate. So in 2005, I bought a condo and I did some cosmetic work. I put stainless steel appliances in there, painted new carpet. And then I ended up selling that pro- that property. And I made my first profit real estate. And then you know, I was also working a full-time job, but I was a consultant. I was an IT security consultant. So I came to Missouri and I was only going to come to Missouri for like six months, you know, for IT. And then I was going to go back to New York. So while I was in Missouri, I couldn't believe how cheap the prices were, how, how the cost of living was. So um, I started buying real estate while I was in Missouri. And as I was approaching the six month time frame, I said, you know what, to the recruiter, I'm just going to, I'm going to stay in Missouri. I really like the cost of living. So he's like, oh, you need to go back to New York. There's nothing in Missouri. There's nothing in Kansas City, Missouri. I'm like, no, it's, I really like it out here. So I've been out here since in Missouri and I flipped over a hundred homes and I, wow. wrote a book. I wrote a book called Work Nine to Five and Flip on the Side. It was a bestseller in Amazon and it's still on Amazon right now. So yeah, ever since then, I flipped so many homes. I've been involved in property management. Um, I flipped commercial properties. I just bought my first strip mall here in Missouri back in, in April of last year. And that's doing well. That has really good tenants like Dollar General. I'm putting a grocery store in one of the units. I'm also adding a a, a laundromat in one of the units as well. So did that. And I'm you know, I quit the job in 2020, you know, so I don't work full time for any any company now. You know, during the pandemic, even though it was so bad, you know, it also gave me an opportunity to kind of, you know, because a lot of people were staying home and working remotely. So it kind of helped us kind of sit back and really evaluate our precious time that we have, you know. Um, also, I have a 10 year old son, so it helped me to spend more time with him. So at this time, I've been really enjoying time with him and just constantly flipping homes and and inventing things at the same time. I wrote another book. It's a children's book. It's called Cowboy Joe. It's about a, a talking, it's about an elephant that wants to be a cowboy, basically. So <laughs> I wrote that book, my first children's book, and now that's on Amazon as well. I actually put the book in my son's school back and I sent an email to the teacher. I says, can you please... Uh, I wrote this book. Can you please let me know your feedback on it? So she sent it back and she said, very adorable book, um, very good for kids. So that was good feedback on from a teacher's standpoint. So, wow. uh, <laughs> so, so you do, you've got so many different hats that you wear. You're a writer. You are um, obviously an IT consultant. You were from the copper background and you are now, you know, a uh, you know, being real estate is being one of the main uh, aspects of your business, but there are, you know, other uh, as well. If you are, um, if you have a strip mall, so you're, you know, the commercial element to it as well. And now, you, you when you do something, you sometimes don't see how difficult a decision is to make when you're jumping the gun. And you have, and we've, I know we've discussed this um, separately as well, but I wanted to talk about this a bit more. How did a boy who grew up in a lower, you know, lower middle class and working class family, it wasn't a middle class, it was a working class family, yeah. go on and then you, you know, you've already take, taken the plunge anyway, you've, you're moving up the ranks when you go into corporate world to, to the lower middle class. How do you break from that and go into business, which is going to push you into the high end, you know, top end earners? 
I mean, it doesn't matter how much money you are. If you are in the corporate world, you're still middle class because there's only this a cap on how much you can make. Yeah. Uh, in order for you to make more, you need to have your business. How did you get the courage or how did you work on your mindset to take the plunge of going into business for yourself, even if you were doing full-time work as well? Because I know there's plenty of people listening at the moment who are in corporate worlds at the moment and who right. either want to make a plunge or are, have done the plunge as well, but they're not... You know, they're not maybe having low moments because there will be low moments and they're wondering whether it's worth it in the end. So can you talk us through your mindset? Sure. So in the summer times, when I was in high school, I would work for my father in in the city. He owned a he owned a mechanic shop. He worked on cars. He had his own business. So I think as a teenager, I was very motivated to have my own business as well, because also when I was in corporate, I owned a limousine business. I used to drive people before I went to work to JFK Airport, to LaGuardia Airport. I had corporate clients. They would call me. They would book the run. So before I even went to work that day, I'd get up at four in the morning. Oh, wow. And take them to LaGuardia. And then after that, I'd jump. I'd go right to my job at UPS or wherever I was working. So I already had that entrepreneur spirit, you know, that that drive in me. I just couldn't see myself always working for somebody else in corporate. So that's kind of where that drive came from. I think working for my father at 14 years old, 15 years old, because I would buy my own school clothes and all that stuff, you know, to prepare myself for school that year. So that's kind of where that entrepreneurship came about, you know, just get becoming motivated from him. And I get it. I get it. I think from my father. So I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. And, you know, the limousine business was great, but I, you know, me, I just wanted more out of life. I wanted something bigger, you know, and that's kind of where the real estate and the creativity came about as well, Mm -hmm. you know, because also with the children's book, there's an elephant that I created. It's Mm -hmm. a cowboy, it's a talking elephant. You press the ear of the elephant and it talks and says positive things. So that the the book was more of a compliment for the elephant because I had people ask me, they say, Jason, are you going to write a book for the elephant? The toy is great, but do you, are you also going to write a book? And that's kind of where the book came from, you know, to compliment the elephant. Okay, so let's, let's wrap this, you know, <laughs> back to the What elephant are you referring to? Because I, I just knew about the book. What, what you, you, you said you're an inventor too, so did you invent an elephant that's talking? Yeah, so I, I, I created a toy talking elephant. Okay. Thoughts. Um, I don't have it with me, um, uh, Gold, but I could, you know, the, there's a site um, that I can text to you, you know, where. Well, we'll put, we'll, so we'll put one of the, we'll, all the links to that we, we talk about today um, will be in the show notes and would be also in the, if you're watching the YouTube, in the, in the description section so that you can go and purchase and have a look at this talking elephant. Yes. Yes. That'd be great. It says positive things. It's, it's a, uh, you know, it has five different positive sayings that it has. And that's why the book came about. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, now, it's interesting, yeah. uh, you know, how do you handle the ups and downs, especially with real estate? Because it can be very volatile. It can be very unpredictable. It can be 
you know, finding the right tradespeople. Like that's one of my biggest um my biggest pains with with real estate is finding good, high quality, reliable, and yeah. honest right. tradespeople, people who can do the job, even to things oh, like you know, you know, plumbing or plastering or or or, or the mechanical side or anything. Um, yeah. I find people. I'm not saying they're not honest, but being reliable and dependable is just. Yeah. I think that's 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 the key to this business to have been making it successful. And there are times like last year, I was pulling my hair out. I was I was done with it because it was just so frustrating. And there's only so much you can do. And you, if you once you're entitled, you're tied in the contract. So how do you deal with that? You know, especially now you're doing bigger deals with bigger bigger contracts. Yeah. How do you deal with uh, finding the right quality people? Yeah, when I first started out out here in real estate, you know, because I was doing a lot of the rehabs, I I never myself did the work. You know, I always had had people that I hired to do the work. But yeah, I've been burned a lot in the beginning. Oh mm-hmm. gosh, the, the 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 main mistake that you you make in real estate when you have crews, you give money up front. Mm-hmm. I don't give money up front no more. You know what what I do is you know we we have you know, obviously a budget. And then I have a budget that I have with my lender. And then there's a budget that I give to the actual contractors. So when, when you, when you have a job, let's say you're putting in brand new carpet, you know, the carpet costs, I don't know, let's just say $2,500. So I don't give the money. Usually I have a a guy that does the carpet. He gets the the carpet from uh, a warehouse. I give him the money for the material but as far as the labor goes, he gets the money for the from the for the labor part when it's done. Mm-hmm. So even in a new project, when we're all starting off fresh and new, and we go over the house, we look at everything needed—the painting, the interior, you know, the interior, um, the flooring, the fixtures, the outlets, and all that stuff. Even if the house is down to the studs, mm-hmm. you know, what I'll do is he'll go to let's say like a a a store like a Home Depot or Lowe's. I don't know what they have in the UK, but every five miles here, there's a Lowe's, there's a Menards, and there's a Home Depot store. These are major stores for materials for buying materials. So basically, the worker will call me from the the the, the store, and I would give him my card over the phone, not him, but the store, you know, for the material part. But I never give any money up front because I've been burnt so many times in the beginning doing it that way. Mm. So I, I mean, I, I I completely agree with that. I think that's one of the biggest uh, contentions that I have. And also, I think last year it happened with the rising price costs of of materials. People, um, workers, they kept putting the price up for labor accordingly as well. So not only would the price of the goods would go up, the price of labor would go up. And I'm I, and. You know, the and consequently something that a project that would cost something like fifty thousand in twenty twenty would was costing around about a hundred and five, a hundred and fifty by the by the time we ended up closing, about hundred and twenty thousand. Um, yeah. so more than double the price of what it would have cost just the literally seven, eight months ago. Um, and I don't know how much of that was actually labor and how much of that was actually materials and how much of that was actually labor um, inflated um, by these individuals. I think that's the, the, the issue that I had. And I was really, it made it to the point that I had to abandon one of the projects because it just, it didn't make sense. The equity wasn't going to be built into it. It just made no sense to actually go ahead and, and build on that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, these are kind of things that you have to come across when you are doing it with different uh, businesses. It doesn't matter what business you, you are in, you're going to have your ups and downs. 
how are you managing to put on all these various hats and and do it with a smile? Because I know when, whenever we've spoken, you always have a big smile on your, on your face. You're always happy mm-hmm. and you're always joyous. How do you keep your mind in a, in a happy, joyous state when you're dealing with so many multiple businesses and they all come with their own headaches? You just really got to be very well disciplined. With my mindset, obviously, I you know I, I I was introduced to you obviously with the mindset. You helped me, been helping me tremendously with the mindset. Thank you. You have to have a good mindset in this business. Mm-hmm. You really do, because you got so many things coming your way, you know. And sometimes you have to live live in the present moment because you could be thinking tomorrow, gosh, how am I going to get this done? How am I going to get this money? What am I going to do with this employee? This employee is giving me a lot of problems. Um, so you really have to have that strong mindset because if you don't, you go out of business right away. I mean, and plus some things you just got to, you can't let it affect you. You know, um, you have to be patient and live right in the moment. It'll it'll really bring you down if you don't. You know, some people are so stressed you know, they'll let it just take over and they can't deal with the stress. So even what you deal when you're dealing with these contractors, you you have to deal with each one individually in a certain way, because even with some of my workers, one worker says, hey, Jason, I don't have no money for gas to get to the site. And he's a talented worker. He's like one of the so one of my best, like my A guy. But he's just struggling with. You know, he's got a lot of kids and things like that. You know, some problems, personal problems going on. And, you know, I have to deal with him in a certain way. You know, so I, each worker I have to deal with individually, you know, so you've got to have a certain personality to be able to deal with each individual in a unique way. You know, I mean, you can't deal with every worker the same. You know, that's what I've learned from my experience. You have to have a certain personality about you, a certain toughness and a certain mindset to deal with certain so many different personalities Agreed. because otherwise you know you're gonna get you're gonna you're not gonna make it too far you know if you don't have that that patience and that um openness and and that strong mindset to deal with certain not only certain scenarios but also just certain personalities in this business you know so on that note, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for sharing your life with us so candidly, Jason. Jason, tell us, where can we connect with you? How can we find you on the internet? Yeah, so my site is called www.coachjasonl.com. And I also do coaching, mentoring, and real estate. So I do some hand-holding as well. So if you need some help, you can go to my site and purchase my program. Wonderful. And so I didn't know that that was something else that Jason did as well. He does he definitely has multiple hats at all. He does. Right. So if you are listening to us on the podcast, then the links that Jason to to Jason's website and his books and his toys will be all in the show notes. And if you're watching us on YouTube, then down below in the description section, we'll have all the links for Jason too. Thank you so much, Jason, for being such an amazing guest today. But we have to have you back on Money Talkies. So please do come back for Money Talkies. But for today, thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Gulf, for having me. And thank you for listening to me and Jason today on Friday Feature. I will be back with another amazing guest on finding out how they change their life by working on their mindset. Until the next time we meet, this is Gulkan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website 
www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.